0: all right what's cracking fools welcome to episode six of the don't blame the system podcast guys so this episode we have a very very amazing podcast we have it's going to be pretty fun because we're going to share some nice knowledge for you guys so how you guys can build wealth is that true that's right so what's your name let us know what your name is
1: stephanie gutierrez
0: all right so what exactly what all right steph so okay so your your instagram the way i came across your instagram and the reason why it caught my attention because it's Pretty self-explanatory. It's literally Steph sells homes. So I was like, "Oh, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. She sells homes." So I'm a, so and I, like I told you, I've always been so, um interested in like um kind of the real estate side of things, just not. And it all started because of exactly where I'm living right now. Because you saw exactly. The, I the saw opportunity. the setup. Yeah. So the opportunity. Yeah.
1: And just to give the, uh, let, your yeah, audience a little uh, backstory, and thank you again yeah. for having me and no, doing this dope on, yeah. setup. You know, I'm coming from Long Beach, and we're in East L.A. right now, yep. guys. So it's we're you know we're out here repping. But um, what I do is I specialize in ADUs, and I'll go deep into what mm-hmm. that's all about. But when I pulled up here, I was like, oh my god, this is literally what I do for a living. Like I show people how they can repurpose. And maximize highest and best use for their property, which really just means like, how can we add more units or maybe convert a garage? Because as you know, here in L.A., shit's expensive yeah. and it's just hard to even find a place. Right. Because we're in a housing crisis. Mm-hmm. So we pulled I pulled up and there was literally like. Uh two units back okay. here. And that's that's literally what the ADU concept is about and what we're gonna be talking about today. So I was like, damn, we're doing a podcast in an the ADU technically. I think it's pre- I think it's <laughs> so it goes so, perfect. Yeah. So let us know
0: um how, um how when did you get when did you get started in selling rooms?
1: Um, So I started a real estate back in 2011 as a receptionist. Um, I think I told you in in our podcast a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, let them know where they can go ahead and find your
1: podcast. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that on YouTube. So I do have my YouTube and my Instagram, Mm -hmm. and I share most of my stuff on Instagram. But I do have a YouTube channel, Steph Sells Homes Podcast, attached to that YouTube channel. And that's kind of where, you know, I, I... I started sharing my journey but i I, as i told you when we did the podcast together on my podcast um i started back in 2011 as a receptionist at a century 21 office in torrance Mm -hmm. so in south bay and then from there i started doing marketing for the newer realtors started you know recruiting and managing a lot of the newer realtors coming into the office and um and then i decided to get married and 2012 2011 and i moved to palm springs and i did real estate out there and i managed a few teams and whatnot and then in 2017 i got divorced um i have an eight-year-old son so i'm a mom too and um decided to move back to long beach and that's when i started working for my brother's team and working with a lot of buyers a lot of people were always asking me when i would show properties like hey what can i do with my garage or what can i do with like the two units back here right like how can we convert it and that's how this whole ADU movement started, but um, it, I've been going at it for a long time now. So, what does
0: ADU stand for?
1: Accessory Dwelling Unit, which right. literally just means casita, back house, um, garage conversions, okay. things like that, right? right. Repurposing space, right. yeah. Right.
0: So you get a space that you already have, and then you you use it. You I mean, in essence, you kind of have to remodel it a little bit to kind of make it usable for people to right go ahead and you got to go
1: it. through the city right if you have to get designs done permitting process go through the city get the approval but the advantage to that is that once you do it the right way now the property value has gone up Mm -hmm. right and that's basically what i teach Mm -hmm. because especially like our latinos and i know you have a a lot of latinos that sorry that follow you and i grew up in a adu too you know where my dad would build another room every time we had he had another kid (laughs) but with no permits (laughs) so you know like i i know that most people want to go that way because they're like oh fuck it i'm not i don't want to go through the city and they think that you know it's going to be this big old hurdle but it really isn't like if you do it the right way it's going to benefit you and your family in the long run and yeah i mean that's what i teach all day so so
0: let's backtrack a little bit were you doing something before real estate
1: yeah, I did medical billing for a while, like after high school. Just I, like a, so you didn't go to college. Just a regular, nope. I didn't go to college. High like school. Um.
0: So let's go. Okay. So let's go. Yeah. Let's go, let's go yeah. Back, let's like, go back. Back. Like, 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 like growing up, you always grew up in Long Beach. Yeah, your I grew whole, up in the.
1: Yeah, I grew up in the west side of Long Beach. Yeah. And how was
0: how was that growing up?
1: Um, your typical hood. I had uh, um.
0: West Long Beach. That's not close to is that is that is that like right next to Wilmington or is that on the yeah website? that's next to Wilmington okay, so and Compton last, yeah so my last guest shout out to uh official Vape was actually um from uh from Wilmington okay so he was um from kind of same same area I guess so that's that's pretty yeah cool. same so yeah. I mean yeah so it was um pretty rough you, uh, I bet <laughs> what about like well around what years were you like in high school?
1: Um, I graduated in 08. so whatever that is. Okay. Shit, that was a long-ass time ago.
0: So that was, like, so when you were, were when you were, because, okay, so for me, right right here where, where I grew up, like, you know, it's, it's not the best neighborhood or whatever, but it was, right now, It's it's not that bad as it was when I was younger.
1: Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming it's the same thing. thing? Yeah. 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 Like when we were younger, it obviously like you had the, you know, the, the gangsters who would kick it in the corner and the skaters, it was like always crazy outside and yeah, it was crazier, but now it's, it's gotten calm, way calmer. Like the West side is not what it used to be. You know, do you
0: feel like I'm uh, we're going to, we're going to start with this word. You feel like there's a lot of gentrification there.
1: Hey, that's a good word. (laughs) 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 Why you got to go there though? So quick. (laughs) You could at least like be a little more smooth with it, and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I feel like you know we talked about this too at the podcast, which is funny because uh, I told you how I felt about it. Gentrification, a lot of people will take it the wrong way, but I mean we can both agree and people who yeah. can't agree, it's a matter of perspective. but if somebody's tapping into a neighborhood because they want to revitalize the neighborhood and want to make it better for the people that are there, right? like I don't see anything wrong with that
0: right and and um so i guess this is i just is, think there's, there's the, a
1: lot of there's a back st- a bad stigma attached to gentrification that needs to change right, right. And, right. I, and i was about to say what that
0: what that bad stigma mm-hmm. technically is for people mm-hmm. is um increasing prices right right but the way that i see it is realistically like i don't feel like 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 you should be have the mentality you that your salary should remain the same every year like year after year like it should go up as well as time progresses. So I don't see why that should necessarily be a problem for most people. And which is what the whole podcast is about. It's called don't believe the system, which is what I told you at the other podcast is like, which is what I love. Like, and
1: I love that the title of your, your podcast show, because what that don't blame the system can mean so many things, right? Like you can apply it to so many things, yeah. but that's one perfect example is that you, you can't be mad that your landlord is going to go up and rent or that they're going to come and revitalize the neighborhood. What the only thing that you should be mad about is the fact that you're not taking action to yeah. do something about you're it. You're not involved. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. That, that's,
0: that's, that's exactly what I said. Like if, if, for example, if, if the they come and they fix the house next to you, you I mean, you can tell me if I'm wrong or not, right. If they come and they fix the house next to yours, does that kind of open an opportunity for your house to go up in value as well?
1: Yeah, for sure. So it helps. It's yeah, like a win win. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, but what happens is when you're, when you, when the house is in yours, then you don't really care because you're not making money. Right. And, then, and they're and going then,
1: up on your rent. Yeah. And right. Then, yeah.
0: So, so I mean, we didn't, we weren't supposed to get into it this early, but I guess we're already here. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're already here. Uh, so yeah, So <laughs> we, we're cutting straight to the chase. Yeah, so basically that's, that's what the, the, the whole podcast is about. So, um, we're going to go, we want to get your full story first because um i know we're gonna start uh, we're gonna cover we're hopefully everything but how was it how was it and the bad part about me is that i jump around a lot all right no we're, we're how was we're it how was like the difference when you were living to where you you said lancaster or palm uh
1: palm springs pa- oh palm springs yeah. okay
0: neither okay yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so how was it over there
1: man it was different obviously i i was it was just different. I was doing property management out there, HOA management, and it's just a different vibe, different people. In and, you six years <clears throat> over there? Uh, no, nah, I was like four years oh, out four there. Oh, four years. Yeah, like three and a half. I was married four years, so three of the four years I lived there. I lived for a hot minute, for a very cool minute in El Centro, which is like the border right there between Mexicali and El Centro.
0: And that like south?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So probably like another hour and a half away from Palm Springs. But I mean, Palm Springs was honestly, I couldn't stand the weather. Like, it's cool just to go vacation for the weekend. But I mean, to live there, I've been I'm a Long Beach girl. And I just felt like I needed to come back. So I I love it here. Now I'm in a better space too mentally because I was just also in a toxic marriage, toxic environment. Mm -hmm. So Palm Springs is like the dark days. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not the best memories no, of Palm no. Springs? <laughs> okay, So when you <laughs> ask me about how's Palm Springs? Like all these motherfucking all, all, other fucking, all on, the, yeah. the PTSD and shit comes <laughs> so up to the surface.
0: You, Um when you so you said you started off as a receptionist, right? Mm-hmm. But um w- at what point did you like you were like, I'm gonna start selling? Or was it like when you when you were a receptionist?
1: no no so it took me a while i mean i was a receptionist working for other um realtors and doing all the marketing and then you know i got married then went to palm springs then worked for other people worked for other real estate teams and other realtors it wasn't until i left my marriage oh, okay that put, was okay. really when like you know me leaving with nothing i left everything like we didn't have a, anything honestly yeah. we were like in a one bedroom right there in indio next to like where coachella fest is at. Okay. i had i was living in a one bedroom And I left. I remember my ex-husband went to work and I was like, fuck it. This is my shot. Like I'm leaving. And I literally grabbed Alex's clothes and three trash bags and I filled them up and I grabbed the car seat and I took off and never looked back. When I was driving from Palm Springs to Long Beach, I remember I hit up my mom and I was like. I made it, I made the decision, you know, and my mom's like, Te dije pendejas cuando yeah. que lo yeah. you <laughs> of know, course, like, yeah, <laughs> of course, <laughs> but she was like ready and willing to help me. And, you know, my family supported me. I started working with my brother. And honestly, that's when I decided to get licensed. So it wasn't until I left my divorce, my marriage that I was like, oh, shit, what am I going to do with myself? Because being a receptionist and doing all these jobs for other people I ain't doing shit for me. Like going back to what you were saying is you're, you're, your um, income should increase every year. My mentality was like just trying to survive Mm -hmm. because we were also being part of the system, right? Like we were on food stamps and all that shit. And so I was like, okay, I need to make a change. So sales it is because I've been working shitty jobs since I was 15. Even before that at my mom's flower shop, um, I was been working since I was 12. We
0: want to know about that. Yeah. Because that's actually good. Because that brings the the hustle side out of me. where did you start? um, So when did you start working?
1: Honestly, like when I first, was when I was like job. 11, 12. So both do? of my parents are, they're now citizens, but immigrants, right? Okay. My mom's from Oregón, Sonora. My dad's from Mexicali. I'm first generation. They're, they speak English now, but my mom doesn't really speak English. They didn't really have to, you yeah. know? So, but the hustle mentality really came from them, from my mom always selling stuff like we she started off with the flower shop right there on pine and six and we used to go at three four in the morning down to la to this flower district and go back and hustle and so after school i would go to her shop and i was always the one translating Mm -hmm. for everybody and everything and all the customers to this day i help her sell flowers like now she just sells flowers from her garage because we she closed down the shop but yeah since i was 12 so from that point on i've just had a shit ton of jobs that at some point when i left my marriage i was like okay all everything that i've done to this point is not working for me like i've got to, there has to be something better Mm -hmm. out there right and i was just open to the idea and that's really what what helped me overcome that mindset because it's scary right like it's scary going from a nine to five or going from a life that you knew or you thought you knew it's just habits right that we have to going to betting on yourself and you're going to go into sales and now you're, you're on fucking gun on commission only like you're on your own. But I think the early hustle days is what really helped me have tenacity and like grit in real estate. Cause it's the same concept. Like you're just selling a different product, yeah. but you have to have that strong mentality cause you're going to get a lot of rejections. It's going to be late nights. It's fucking sacrificing weekends, but I wouldn't change it. Like the journey that it's t- taken me on personally now, Cause it's very personal development driven. I, I I'm grateful for it. Cause I would have, you know, I probably wouldn't have never done that had I not left my marriage and gone through a shitty situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Like now, I feel all those hard moments in our life are blessings. Cause I'm like, okay, what is this teaching me? You know, at that point in time, it was teaching me to be better to myself, for myself. And then from there, the rest is history. Like I I sold over a hundred and twenty homes or something like that with my brother in the in in the three, four years that I worked with him. And then during COVID, that was another growth moment for me. I was like, fuck it. I should just start my own team. And again, going back to Stephanie at 22 and back in 2011, I didn't see that possible, right? As a receptionist, you see all these people, all these realtors coming in, teams and shit. And you're like, I I couldn't fathom that I'd be able to do that too. Mm -hmm. My mindset was that tiny, right? And so, yeah, it's taken years of build up and confidence and now I just try to empower other women and realtors and Latinos in general because we're so close-minded like my mom and my dad still don't take what I do serious that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) like, this <laughs> is casa. you know, <That's> <laughs> but they don't see all the other shit, you know what I mean? Like, but that's just our parents' mentality. Yeah. Like, and so I've had to cut out that noise of what they think about what I do. I've had to cut out noise from kicking it with certain people. Yeah. Like if you want to make changes in your life, you can't keep keep kicking it with the same people. So I had to cut that out. And sometimes it hurts because it's family. It's fucking homies that you've had for ten, fifteen years. Yeah. But if you keep kicking it with them, you're going to keep getting the same results. So unless you want to change your future, you got to change your environment. So that's really when I started two years ago. I was like, okay, let me focus on me and see if I could build out a team. And then I just started doing that and focusing on the ADU stuff Mm -hmm. and educating myself, like feeding myself knowledge. I didn't go to college, but now I know like my skill set is what's going to get me paid. And, and it's been working out for me because now, you know, I started doing meetups, started doing like uh, speaking engagements. And it's just from shit that I everything that I teach can be Googled. Yeah. Legit. Like yeah. you can Google this shit, but people will not take the time yeah. to do it. And so here I am, you know, talking about it, but simply because I put in the work
0: you're you're um. Well, people uh well it's because here's the thing like you can find it on the internet right but you would have to go to maybe four five six seven a hundred different articles and people are like well she's just one article that's yeah gonna tell me yeah everything. so that's that's like the, the um the way kind of people work and i feel like that's kind of the whole point of this podcast is like right i've um i've i mean i've had to come a long way too you know i'm not the same I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not the same person I was, you know, fucking not when I started making videos and not when I before when I got out of high school, whatever the case may be. So I always like with well, the point is like everything that I kind of learn because I've, I've always been a very uh like observant because like when I go to funerals, I always have to just stand there. Like there's not much I can do. Like right. I just have to literally just stand there and look at what people do. And I always look at what people do and I see like. I see who, you know, who's looking at who nasty, like who doesn't shake whose hand. I see everything. <laughs> everything. So I've always been pretty observant. And that's why when, when something happens, I always try to like, you know, what was the lesson in that? You know, what, what what was like, even though sometimes I feel like, I feel like um, sometimes you kind of pick the lessons that you think you want to learn. Mm-hmm. But there's there's still a lesson in everything. And you can, and you have to. And
1: I feel like God's going to keep. I'm going to take this shit off because I'm for getting it. hot. Yeah. I feel like God's gonna keep presenting uh-huh. the same lessons until yeah. you get until it. yeah
0: until you learn yeah exactly that's yeah. exactly how it yeah. works yeah like so
1: legit when I left my ex I was talking to a friend actually on my way here um, she's going through some shit you know uh-huh. drama women drama yeah. but um, I told her like dude it took me a while <clears throat> when I left my ex I, I went back and forth like three times because mm-hmm. I was just like used to that toxic yeah, yeah. relationship right and behavior. And so it's, it I just went back and forth a couple of times until I finally was like, "All right, you got to get your shit together because again the lesson will keep presenting itself, yeah. so you keep thinking that things are gonna change, but you keep making the same decisions like God's gonna just keep showing the same lesson yeah. until you get it. Yeah. so you're right about that
0: yeah that's a, that's hundred percent true. so um I was gonna ask you when you when you uh joined your brother's team, how long was he doing real estate for?
1: So funny story, I got my brother into real estate. My brother was working uh for my dad at the time. My dad's an electrician and my brother was making like 10, 12 bucks an hour. He had just graduated high school. Mm-hmm. We went to the same high school cuz we we're just 2 years apart. Okay. And um, he, he's older, or you're older. I'm older. Okay. Yeah, he's 2 years younger. And I was a receptionist, remember? So yeah. I was in charge of the licensing course. So when people wanted to take their real estate license at the time, you wouldn't do it online. You would go do it in person. So I was the one handling all of that. So my brother at the time was like arguing with my dad. My dad's like those typical, you know, mexicanos que no mas le van regañando yeah. a todos. Yeah. So he would yell at my brother on the job. And one t- one time, my brother called me. He's like, "Yo, I can't stand my dad anymore. Like, <laughs> fuck this fool." <laughs> And literally, I remember I was like, well, I was on the phone with him and I was like, well, yo, they got this course here, like this real estate course. If you want to take it, uh, I could actually get it sponsored, you know, because I was I was working for the broker and the daughter's broker. And if, if they would sponsor you as long as you signed up with the company after you had your license. Which he didn't end up doing. He ended up going to go work for another team. But um, during the time I was married, my brother, that's when he started taking mm. off. He got his license, and then he started building out. Working for a team, and then now he has his own team, too. And his girl is a realtor, and one of my cousins who's a realtor works with him now, and her boyfriend. So we got a shit ton of realtors in the family. Yeah, that's
0: crazy. So you, you started, well, in a sense, you started him off, and then you ended up, like...
1: Working with him, yeah, right? Yeah, crazy. Yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. So, um what what would you think is the hardest um cuz i remember you telling me uh, you said that um i don't know most realtors after 5 years they fail or something like that
1: right yeah it's like statistics yeah so yeah. what
0: what's like what do you think um <clears throat> is like a, a key like i don't know how to put it like what 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 would be would the key characteristic that didn't make you give up not just like oh i'm not the type of person that doesn't give up but like right. there has to be like like something like um either you felt like real estate was really that was your calling or was it like i'm it doesn't matter i need to do it
1: it's that second one the, it, the, so yeah. so was it when
0: you started um well because i know you started as a receptionist but when you started like doing homes i'm sure it was um not in a sense different but oh way different but, working on the south yeah. side because you're dealing with people, with people right their emotions right. personalities
1: uh-huh. Like there's a lot of self-development that has to go into it. So I had to take a lot of courses on how to communicate with people because being behind the desk is being behind the yeah. desk. Like that's just easy. I just got to deal with the boss, yeah. right? And their personality. But when I started actually going out and working with people, I had to really focus on that self-development to read people. So like what you do in the funerals, observing people, I got to do that shit all day, right? Yeah. too. Because you want to make sure that you know how to communicate with the people that you're trying to sell to um one of the things that i think for me what kept me going was that i have the contrast of what would happen if i didn't do it meaning i would always tell myself like when shit would get hard with real estate because it's not easy it was if it was easy everybody would would would, you know it would work out for everybody but when it would get really tough i would tell myself like okay it's either this or going back to being broke and being in a nine to five and fucking hating my life and hating my job so then like that contrast is like, all right, cool. I would just take a couple minutes to gather up my thoughts and then keep it moving. Because I know that it's a long-term game. It's a long-term play when you're getting into real estate. It's like opening up a business, right? Like you can't expect to open up shop and the fucking next, kill it, day, yeah. you know, in the next the next year even. It takes years for shops and businesses that you know that have been established for a long time, yeah. right? Because it's not only a relationship business, but building that clientele for years so like i had a i have a listing right now in Torrance. um it's a trust sale in a million dollar neighborhood and check this out it's fucking crazy the way the universe works the guy who called me to list it he was one of the new realtors Well, not back when i was a receptionist at the century 21 office he was one of the first realtors that was onboarded and i helped him set up and everything and we just kept in touch from facebook Mm -hmm. and instagram and his parents passed away and the house is in a trust. Guess who he called? Eight yeah. years, fucking ten years later to to, call, to so sell the So he house. he
0: never actually went with. He never
1: went through with real estate. Yeah, he never. I don't really think he ever like sold. And then he moved to Vegas with his wife and his kids. So he really never he pursued wasn't. real estate here. But we kept in touch through social media.
0: So how does that how, how does, um how does that work? You said um, and I wanna I actually wanna um talk. do wanna talk about um. Very important that you said that you could either go back and hate in your life, right? So yeah, I want to talk, yeah. talk about that. But um, <clears throat> ref- before I forget, um, right now, what exactly is that a trust or a, or a trust sale? Or what, the, what exactly does that mean?
1: So it's pretty much um, something that most of us Latinos should be doing. Yeah. If you have a house, put it in a trust. And what that basically means is you've set up some sort of structure and testimony and will to to um, give certain people in that trust the power to make decisions, right? So, like, for example, your aunt who owns this house, if she – I don't know who's who's uh, under the house, right, who's, who's the name under, but you guys should put it in a trust so that it helps protect you guys, you know, because if, if, for example, if he wouldn't have had it in a trust and they just had it under the mom's name or the dad's name and they passed away now, it goes straight into probate. Now the court takes over. Right, and they will give like first dibs to the family members right. if anybody wants to claim it. But now you got to go through the fucking court, and it's a process. And so, um, that's why it's important to have it in a trust, because then you have everything in writing. Right, if anything was to happen, who's making decisions, and if anybody wants to sell or make any movement, everybody has to sign off on the trust agreement. Yeah, you know.
0: You know, um, the thing, the thing, I feel like that, like you said, like you know, most. People, especially not just Latinos, but people in general should just have that. Oh, for but, sure. Um yeah. like, the, the the thing is, especially, like, um, me being in the funeral industry is people just don't want to talk about it. People just don't want to talk about, what well, what if something happens? Like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear that. Like, fool, what the fuck you mean? Like, it's going to happen, yeah. fool, Like, what are you? Like, you cannot run from <coughs> it. You but cannot hide from it.
1: There's, well, yeah, it's just a mentality. Like, my dad should have his house under trust, too, you know? Yeah. But... Try talking to him about it. I was, about to ask you that. What do you think would happen if
0: you were to try telling him? that? You'd be like, "No, esas
1: chingados no sirven." <laughs> like, like, what do you mean? You're like, like es, ya what? está mi nombre, ya para que. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. Uh, like, yeah.
0: So okay, so um, the uh, you said going back to hating your life.
1: Yeah. So um, Damn, that was deep. Huh? Yeah, that was deep. That, that was, was deep. deep. That's why. That's why you stuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: Um, the but people, I,
1: I ain't lying, and I know. Cause here's the stats: seventy percent of people hate their job.
0: Uh, okay, yeah. So, so we're gonna. So yeah. we're just talking numbers okay. here. I, so, I ain't lying. So how how would you how would you describe, um, and not not to put my last guest. I love my last guest by the way. My last guest, you have to check. His name is Vic. I fool, Vic. I fucking <laughs> love you. You're amazing. Honestly, I, I'm being honest. Like he's he's a genuinely like the like a fucking amazing soul, and that was funny as fuck. And we were talking about um, we were talking about his divorce. And his how his divorce was um, all types of fucking craziness or whatever the fuck the case may Restraining be. Restraining orders and all. Uh, I think so. I th- I think so. I right thing, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Write so, it in the chat. <laughs> throw so, it in the chat. Yeah. Put it in the comments. So um, <laughs> what I was gonna ask you was um, how was if you don't mind talking about it, how was your marriage? Yeah. Like like it was
1: just toxic. Like what
0: the, what does that what does that mean though? Cause like now with cause like. Now it, cause, like 'Cause like now like toxic is a very you like common word. Yeah, right? for sure. So, and yeah. then I, I like I often hear kids, especially like, you know, on the internet, how like if their parents tell them to do chores, their parents are toxic. I'm sure that's not the case with no, you, right? No, but no, but no, like no, so no. so so um the reason why I'm telling you is because like I told you, like this is really like a personal podcast where I like to get like because realistically you got yourself out of there. Right. And it took and I know it and 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 I know, like, the way it works, especially when you're in a toxic relationship, like, it's, like, um, it gets, I don't want to say, not, not, not like, not from personal experience, but, like, what I see, what yeah, I see yeah, that yeah. I heard, like, like, it it get, it tends to get where people get addicted and they don't know anything else.
1: They call it, like, trauma bonding. Yeah, yeah. Straight up, that's uh-huh. what it is. Like, you feel like you don't know any better, you don't deserve any better. But, um, I mean, obviously, it wasn't, like, he was hitting me and all this stuff you know i would drink he would drink and so that also is just habits that we had that were not the healthiest you know and um we moved to palm springs too because we thought like it would be better for us but nah, that shouldn't have changed well i
0: mean i don't feel like that would help no because realistically what what that sounds to me is like you're you're leaving from the only people that would have helped you in that situation exactly and that's That's all you're doing
1: you're like oh leave me alone you know like i'll figure it out we we got this together like super like okay i made this decision to marry this guy so now i gotta put up with it like it's the dumbest logic and i knew shit wasn't gonna work out year one but i didn't want to be part of the statistics here comes another latina that's single mom you know and so i stuck it out for another four years i was like you know let me let me try and work this out and so He also is from Mexico. He doesn't speak English. So, me trying to get him to. And he moved here from Mexicali. Like, we went through the whole K1 visa, you know, process. Te digo, estaba bien mensa. I don't know So,
0: you got him over here? Mm
1: -hmm. I got him over here. He didn't want to move here. How did you meet him? Over there? Yeah. So, his parents and my parents are from the same town.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. So, um, having him move here, you know, from Mexico when he didn't even want to. It it just didn't work out like We went through a lot of growing pains together and he had a different mentality and I wanted to do real estate sales even at that time. But I just kept doing little jobs you know, like being an assistant or a property manager because it was a regular nine to five and, I, and he would want me to come home and cook and clean and still be mm. your Mexican traditional yeah. wife, yeah. right? And I did that shit. Like I, I put in my time. But yeah. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> like, I did my yeah. work already. <laughs> <laughs> I did my work. And it just, I, I told myself like, this is not my life. And I feel like we just grew apart. And, you know, I don't blame anybody at this point. That was just my mentality at that time and i outgrew maybe his mentality right or i just didn't want what he wanted in the marriage and i was young i was young i was 23 too so but i um, got pregnant right after we got married so then that that switched it up you know yeah but it was a big growing lesson for me for sure
0: long lesson that's Mm -hmm. a lot of that's a lot of time
1: that's a lot of time yeah Ah, that's crazy you see that's why relationships
0: scare me Oh, trust me, I know
1: that now I still have issues with relationships because I got divorced in 2017. We're in 2022 and I haven't had a serious relationship. And I know it's because I have like this guard up and and that shit got to stop. Like I got to get treatment for that in therapy. That's a whole other conversation. (laughs) Right. But (laughs) but it's just like right now I'm focused on me. I'm focused on the business. I've never been in a happier space. Where I know I don't need anybody. And if right. I was to meet somebody, it's because they're going to enhance my life. Yeah. And we're building together. Like, you got yeah. your own shit, I got my own, and we are literally enjoying life together. Yeah. We're not on that toxic shit. Yeah,
0: I was, I mean, I was I was about to tell you that, like, I feel like um, if if you weren't so much able to grow in the relationship you were in, mm-hmm. and then now you are you're you see how much you can grow. Like you're never gonna really want right? to lock yourself back into that. Hell yeah, that because talk you, about yeah, it. Yeah, because like, you know you know like the the limitations that comes with that. That you know comes the, with the relationship. Yeah,
1: because it really is a relationship is like a business, right? Yeah. And so before you make any business decisions, now you got to consult with your partner. Now you got to take their feelings into consideration. Now you got to take their goals and i'm a mom so right now it's me and alex yeah. and that's my main focus yeah. he's gonna be nine this year and i'm like fuck the time is just gonna fly by and mm-hmm. next thing you know he's gonna be older so i want to dedicate these next couple years to my business growing that him myself and then the rest i got plenty of time for wow. it like i'm no longer in a rush at 23 i felt like i was just in a rush to get married and wanted to get the fuck out of my house and you know, like you think that especially as women, like you right away want to feel that that you're able to be a wife. And I'll tell you what, like my biggest, my biggest one of my biggest fears at the time was to fail in a marriage. You know, like as a woman, that's that has to be one of your biggest fears. I don't yeah. care what you say, Yeah, heard you that know. Yeah. So it was a big learning lesson when my biggest fear happened, which was I failed in my marriage. So after that, I ain't scared of shit.
0: <laughs> you want me to tell you, you know what I you mean? Want, Like you want me to tell you something crazy? Yeah. Your biggest fear is always going to happen. Yeah. Always.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, it's, but it's, then
1: you overcome that fear, yeah. and you're like, "All right, well, that shit wasn't too bad. Like yeah. now, bring it on." Exactly. Life. You yeah, know, exactly. you're like, "Bring you're it." You're like, yeah. "What?" I thought
0: that was going to be the 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 like the the end of the um end of the world. You know, like yeah, like for sure. Like when you when you feel like like bro, like that's the last thing I want to happen. That's the last mm-hmm. thing I want to happen. you feel like when that happens, that's going to be the last thing that happens to you? But no, there's going to no, be so, many more, be so yeah. many more. Yeah, And there's yeah. going to be, fuck, you know, the craziest part is like, um, like sometimes when I make videos, especially so, so the reason why, um, I started, so this podcast was meant to be before I started making TikTok videos, but I never got to it. And the reason why, I, um, uh, I kind of started it and separately from the Dev guy is because I understand, um, what well, like I was telling you on TikTok, like, about TikTok, like, I understand what the people are there for and the fan base that I got, they're there for laughs. Right. Like, most of them don't care if I talk about, like, life lessons, if I talk about learn this. There's so many people that, that that don't even care to grow whatsoever. Like, literally not in their agenda. Like, what, like, like, it's just, like, oh, live life, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand how the fuck, like, like how are you supposed to be better or, like, yeah. or how, how like... How because the way that I see it is like in order for um in or, in order for like the like this is how I see it like if you're stuck in a in in level one right every day is gonna be the same because you're still stuck in level one in order for the days to be different you gotta go to level two right and that's gonna be so when you so when you're like stuck on the same thing without growing you're constantly in a hamster wheel where it's like you're not going anywhere. you just
1: have the same year. 30 times and all this this time yeah all
0: all this time is passing and all this time is is going on and it's crazy and i mean i felt victim to um not victim as in someone did it to me but like i felt victim to um like wasting time you know not not actually oh yeah for sure i felt
1: like that during my marriage and all that you know the the dark days (laughs) yeah because for a minute i i i fell into the victim mentality like oh this is happening to me but now looking back, I'm like, nah, I, I chose that shit. We're yeah. all a product of yeah. our decisions and our choices. So once I owned up to it, then it gave me freedom. And I was like, all right, well, I fucked up there. Now let's start again, you yeah. know, and let's have a clean slate. Now I'm not as fearful to make decisions. And that's helped me in sales, man, because you gotta be willing to go for it. And there, that goes with anything with having to talk to people, yeah. having to do this podcast, having to put yourself out on video having to you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of shit that comes with that too. And so you gotta be prepared for it mentally and and, and it's just been a dope like learning curve.
0: So I like right now that you said that uh that, that that's like important when it comes to talking to people because um I've I've talked to so many people, it's crazy. Like I, I literally like like
1: I can imagine. Like
0: uh like when I go to especially to an event, I I get, I get and I'm talking about full on five minute conversations sometimes with like with like up to 10, 50 different strangers, like, uh, uh, when I go to... Dude, a... well, these
1: meetups that I've been having yeah. lately, I don't know how the fuck you do it, because I was telling one of the girls that helps me at the events, I feel like my energy is just drained after the events, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm up there speaking in front of 100, 150 people, 200, and when I'm done speaking, I got, like, 10 people that want to talk to me, yeah. right? And and you have to talk to yeah. them. Like, that's what the fuck they came for, and then for you to be like, nah, I'm good. Like, well,
0: especially... Uh, or not connect with them for you Mm -hmm. and and like what we're talking about you have to talk to me because those are all business opportunities exactly all of them yeah especially if they're in that environment that's a business opportunity and you can you you really can't let any of them yeah so
1: i mean imagine like having to talk to 10 15 20 people like you know the feeling and it's just very energy draining so how do you keep like how do you keep your energy without it being stained by others basically
0: um uh, you know what? What I what I um what I sometimes tell people is, is like, or what I tend to do is when I talk to people, um, especially like um, when it's people that just want to talk just for fun, just have a, just like have a, a yeah. normal conversation. Is like, I'll talk to you, but but in my mentality is I'm not storing this conversation really so that's that yeah. helps me a lot and, and like I, I tell people like when i go to the cemetery and i have to talk to someone i'll be the nicest person like i'll literally be like oh yeah you know yeah this 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 and i'll turn around and I'll be like fuck this and get the fuck out of here like why the <laughs> fuck like, like that just like that just just happens like it's just no, like it's just it's just normal and, Dude, that's and me i too, think though. i think the good thing that the, you said was like like you kind of have to just go for it and it, it comes with talking mm-hmm. to people too because i guess uh i um a very very good like important thing of talking to people is you have to talk to them like you know you're ready to talk to them or like or like if i go up to someone anyone and i'm like uh excuse me can
1: uh by people can sense that shit right like you gotta come in confident so that took years too yeah of being confident and straight to the point like but
0: i mean i'm sure it takes years of also of um embarrassment Oh, fuck yeah. Embarrassment. Hell a, yeah. Embarrassment. There's a, there's a, I've tried talking to so many people in public where I felt so stupid. And now it's so much easier. And I'm going to say that the mentality is exactly what I told you. is like when I go up to talk to someone, first of all, if it's my first time talking to you, I never met you. So what is that? Like this is, this is just for you watching right now. If you if you, if you have fear of talking to people, <laughs> this is how I put it. I'm 22, right? If I haven't fucking, if I have never met you and I haven't talked to you, that means that I've lived 22 years without you. So I can live twenty two more years without you. Exactly. So if the conversation doesn't go
1: perfect, that's okay. Yeah. Like if we go on ways, it doesn't matter. That was my thought process with you, like sort of gun, like because, you know, you he, Steven started following me, but I DM'd you mm-hmm. and asked you if you were down to do the podcast, yeah. and I was like, it can go one or two yeah. ways. This motherfucker can say no, thank you. Or he could say yes, and luckily you said yes, and thanks to that, to me taking action, here we are. Yeah. And so it's that mentality. But I could have been like, oh no, what if he says no? Or, you know, your ego gets in the way where you feel like your fear of rejection. I don't, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Like if you would have said no, I would have been like, okay, cool, next. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like exactly. All right, let's That's go like, on to the next person. And
0: I feel like um a, a big part of that is um is kind of um like knowing what 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 you want to get out of something Mm -hmm. because if you don't know what you want and like like for example what i mean by that is like would you want a guest on your podcast right someone that's going to share something, right yeah so for example had i said no that means you you realistically you never had a guest on your podcast if that makes sense Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know that makes sense So, so so it shouldn't really like it shouldn't really matter to you because your objective was to get someone on the podcast so you should just be like all right my objective is to get someone on the podcast. That fool wasn't gonna do it, so who cares? Um, my my objective is still the same. I need to get yeah. someone on the podcast, yeah. and I need to keep uh, and you know whatever the case may be. And um, to be honest with you, I'm uh I'm a pretty shy person. I would, I would say I'm a I'm a hundred percent a pretty shy person. But like in like um I don't talk when I go to when I go um out in, in in I feel like I don't like saying the same shit over and over again. But but like whenever I go somewhere like. I'm very quiet, and people don't understand that I'm not the same person in my videos twenty four seven.
1: Oh, people you, gotta understand yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. yeah,
0: yeah. Especially because I'm not either. Yeah, uh huh. You're not. You're not no. sales mode one hundred percent because then you'd be like a fucking robot and shit. Like yeah, no, used to, like we like we all have to fucking deal with. Like you emotions, designate a certain coaster. amount
1: of time and energy to be like high level and shit right but for the most part especially in real estate you know going back to like what are some of the reasons why people most most people don't make it because it's a very lonely road like you're out there showing property or meeting with clients or doing the meetups or doing the podcast you're always i'm always by myself like and i gotta be self motivating and so a lot of people can't stand their own selves like so i've had to do a lot of dig deep in, you know, like personal development to be cool in my own skin and like be cool by myself. And I do a lot of stuff on myself. So I'm not always like, you know, high level. I'm always like actually quiet, reserved, chilling, growing. And I only kick it with like four or five people Mm -hmm. that are also growing, you Uh know, like and if they're not, then I kind of I like to honestly save my energy so that when I know I'm going to talk to a lot of people, like when I have the meetups that whole week, I'm really just kicking it by myself. Because I know that day of the meetup, I'm like, fuck, it's draining. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. You see, I feel like that. And I meditate a lot, for sure. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Meditating. We're going to go ahead and get
0: into meditating in part two. We're going to take a quick break right now, guys. (laughs) All right, so thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys are still watching, make sure you guys comment, like, and subscribe to Don't Blame the System podcast. And make sure you guys check Steph's podcast. Also, Steph sells home on, on YouTube and on Instagram. So make sure you guys check that out and we'll be right back, right, guys? Episode number 6 is brought to you by TheDoveGuy.com so not only do we offer a dove release, but we also offer customizable shirts for funerals guys, so if your dad passed away your uncle, brother, tia your grandma, your dog, or fucking you killed a cockroach and you want to get him a special shirt let us know, we make customizable shirts for all types of funerals, let us know the size of your family, the fucking size of the shirts, just send us the pictures, so all you guys have to do is DM us at Instagram at underscore TheDoveGuy.com, or for a fast response make sure to email info at the doveguide.com and if you guys need a dove release or a funeral video as well you can go ahead and email us at info at the guy.com. thank you so much later yo what's cracking fools? welcome back to so shout out to our sponsor for sponsoring episode number six make sure you fools check them out yo check it out so before we left we got left we got left on a cliffhanger okay meditation you just know what the <laughs> fuck meditation is so look I heard meditation is amazing, right? I've I've personally I've tried sitting down on the floor crossing my legs. I never really achieved anything. I don't know what the fuck I was supposed to do. But what what, what does what does that mean? What does that mean when someone when someone like
1: meditates? Yeah. So I mean meditation can mean many different things. That's what I like about it, because meditation doesn't have to be somewhere where you actually sit and you're like fucking crossing yeah, your legs yeah. and you know, <clears throat> and meditating. Yeah, Making and doing that. Exactly. No. Meditating can be in very different ways and what works for me is meditating means like practicing no thought right Mm. and at the beginning i started off with just five minutes you know and i could barely keep up with five minutes and you don't necessarily have to be you obviously want to be in a relaxed state of mind whatever that means it could be sitting down sometimes i do it out of my car that's like the best and i'll be like parked in front of the ocean somewhere and i First, you have to practice not thinking about anything. The whole purpose of meditation, for me at least, has been blocking out the noise. You know, like, I like to say, like, as a mom, you know, you ever hear a lot of moms, like, you can see a mother who has a son with fucking chaos, right? Like toys and making all kinds of noise. And she's not even bothered by the noise, right? Mm. Think of all that noise about the toys and the kids making noise. At some point, the mother can literally phase out that noise. I look at that as all your negative thoughts, all the shit that worries you, all the stress. I quiet my mind and I shut out all that noise by practicing no thought because honestly, like I feel most of our thoughts and our and our and the things that we think are gonna happen never happen like I don't, I don't know what the stats are on that, but I think it's like ninety nine percent ninety eight percent of the shit that you think is gonna go wrong never goes yeah. wrong it's just our mind our mind is wired to think negatively all the time and always go worst case scenario because this shit is on survival mode so when you can quiet your mind and not practice any thought you know i started off with five minutes now i could do a full hour and just not think about shit and that helps me
0: you mean no thought like your mind is like blank like not yes, like to
1: where you... And, and the way you do it is you got to ground yourself. You start off... It's like going to the gym, right? You can't expect to not think about anything. And I know it sounds crazy to you right yeah Because you're, like, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? Like, you're, you're like, do you use, take out the, the USB can or can what? use
0: five minutes of a black brain. I wouldn't buy that. <laughs> that would be amazing. I mean, like, low-key, what I do is just,
1: like, do shrooms and shit. Black <laughs> out. and I'm just kidding. No, but, okay. I don't even do yeah, shrooms.
0: Because, because when but, you say no thought... Because, okay, so exactly what you're let saying let me elaborate is, is on me. that yeah on but, the no but, thought. Yeah, but m- exactly what you're saying is me like most of my thoughts are negative always always and i, and I have to and I That's have to everybody. stop. like i have to yes. literally, like full relax for mm-hmm. like like stop like yes and you like you like you kind of have to so um i've tried meditating as a, as a form of like let me sit down and think um only good things and and i mean uh, I've been thinking about good things and then you just see a random ass fucking missile in the back of my head with the (laughs) deepest darkest thought come out of nowhere and it just fucks everything up and I'm like dude we were doing fun I was thinking about the beach and flowers and then I have this fucking shit like the most craziest shit just overtakes my mind dude I be having the weirdest thoughts too yeah so 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 um no thought sounds amazing (laughs) yeah so uh, so
1: fuck good thoughts and bad thoughts practice no thought and the way you do it is you've got to focus for starters and beginners right you want to ground yourself and always come to the present moment so how do you practice no thought you first literally like start giving yourself gratitude for being here right now like be present there's this book called the power of the now if you guys read it if you read it it's going to help you with having no thoughts and being able to welcome new thoughts it's like a computer like literally our shit is wired a certain way and you've got to in order to update it right you've got to let that shit turn off in order for it to update so we really have to update our thoughts and the only way to let new thoughts in and let the old ones out is by calming your mind so how can i describe no thought like right now i could practice not thinking about anything else besides us being right here right now and being fully present and right. being grateful that I'm breathing. I got my senses. I am talking to you. We're here recording this podcast. I'm super present right now. I ain't thinking about shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's really just doing that, but you got to do it in a, in a very relaxed setting and you get better with time to the point like where you can do it. But it helps me a lot in my business because Like even this morning, you know, I have so much shit and I was texting you around the time when I finished my workout and my meditation and I always, sometimes my mind always tells me like, nah, don't go meditate, fuck that shit. Like you got to get straight to work because you got to get back to all these clients. You got to do mommy duties. You got to do this and that. But I tell myself if I don't take that 30 minutes or an hour, then the rest of my day is going to be out of whack because now I'm just going to be like anxious or too many thoughts in my head, like really taking that one hour for me, and and focusing no thought process has helped me a lot, like, then I can take on the day like nothing, you know, because I gave myself that, that calmness, especially for what I do in business, people are coming to me to make life decisions on their assets, right, and their real estate, they don't want somebody that's all fucking nervous and stressed out, they want somebody who's calm, collective, and, is in a good space mentally. Right. And the only way to get there is through creating habits. So every day I got to meditate and every day is a fucking struggle. Cause my mind tells me don't do it. Don't go work out like every day. So it never gets easier. People mm-hmm. are like, Oh, does it get easier? No, fuck no. But what does get easier is you build this stamina where like i was telling you when we were not recording you kind of look at your life as a third person so now i operate as that like okay if i was my own coach what would i tell myself get your ass up go meditate work on your health work on your mental health because it's not just about the physical because then when you're good mentally and physically now you can operate in the world and you can do shit and you can have better conversations yeah. and do better stuff and
0: i feel like uh, this podcast will um kind of like, I'm
1: having uh, so much fun, by the way, because yeah. my podcast, if you guys do go to my channel, is totally fucking different vibes, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got to be really professional, fool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so look. Um, uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Fuck, something. my man. Um, no, no, you're good. Um, so, um, yeah, I hate when that happens. We were talking about meditating and practicing no thought and how it's not it doesn't get harder i mean it doesn't get easier right. it's, it I was, still gets I was gonna harder say like
0: i feel like um things te- uh especially good uh when you try to do something good it's not that things get easier it's that you you kind of get um more used to it being a part of your routine yes so so like um for example like like working out in the morning isn't gonna get easier but the more you do it like the earlier you're actually gonna wake up, like, cause you, cause your body's gonna get used to waking up early. Like right. So it's not, it's not gonna get easier, but it's still gonna, it's still gonna create the habit. And once you have a habit, in a sense, it does make everything easier. There's this
1: book called Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. and I've read that shit like four times, and I still read it when I need help because it's an ongoing process. That, is that
0: the one you told me? Mm-hmm. I actually I do have it. I, okay. I thought, yeah, I thought that I said, book yeah. is gonna
1: help you a lot because it talks about habit stacking. So what does that mean, like? We all brush our teeth every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I I saw that. I saw that, yeah. So you brush your teeth. During that time when you brush your teeth, attach a new habit to it, whether it's working out Mm. or fucking telling yourself affirmations or listening to a podcast that's for personal development. Do it while you're brushing your teeth. Like, attach a new habit to stack it, right? That's what's called habit stacking. Stack it to another habit that you already implement in your life that you know for sure you're going to do. Like mm-hmm. we're all gonna take a shit every day, so yeah. <laughs> that's a I must. Have a, I have a <laughs> like do that and attach some habit, I have a some bus. reading or I have something. A, I have a book next <laughs> to my phone. I swear on everything is right there. <laughs> all right, well there you go, so, atomic no, Sacking no, one on one. Now
0: no, the hard part is picking the book over my phone. Yeah, because it's there. Yeah, but my my yeah, phone is in exactly. my pocket. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, tough decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, another another thing um, so so like you said, what what's like um. Like I, am sure. Like we've all seen, you know, the the videos on the internet and shit. You know, if you want to be successful, you gotta be rich. You gotta wake up early as fuck. What time you wake up?
1: Nah, you that's. What time do you wake up? I wake up like at five thirty. That's or early six. as fuck. Really?
0: Yeah. What's to, earlier than five thirty?
1: Well, to me, four o'clock is early. That's
0: like, early. Yeah, these guys. But, I mean.
1: At least in the real estate space, you know, the ones that are out there, like, putting all this, like, you got to wake up at 3 a.m. and fucking early and work, 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 work.
0: I mean, there's a huge benefit.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. But for me, my structure and my schedule is pretty normal. Like, from 5.30 to 8 a.m., I don't do shit that has to do with work. It's all my personal development time. So then if I wake up later, then I'm kind of cutting into my personal time, right? So from 5.30 to 8, I don't do shit. From eight to nine, I'm working out from nine to ten. I'm getting ready and I'm always listening to stuff. So whether I'm running or driving, it's also about what you're feeding into your life, you know. so I'm always listening to a podcast or I go on Clubhouse a lot. And um, and then from there, I, I go work at the office or I'm out showing property from usually from ten to one and then i take a break like 2 hours and then later i get back to it or i'm doing a podcast i'm always doing something right. like in my in my calendar i have pretty much time blocked every 2 hours doing something different but it's not just time blocking on the calendar it's also time blocking my thoughts so if i'm going to be a mom and dedicate time to my son from 2 to 4 i'm like literally present with alex like we're doing some shit from 2 to 4 we're mm. going to the park we're working together we're like you know doing fun stuff together but that's the time I'm dedicating. And, and it's hard. It's hard for people because right now, like even with my team, I, I talk to them like with some of the struggles that you guys got right now focusing like they put it on their calendar, but then they don't do shit like either, you know, the, 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 the gym or the meditating and every single aspect of my life matters, not just the business. And I can't actually function in business if I'm not good mentally. Oh that's so, what I was gonna say. Stop. Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: But look, <laughs> sorry. So look. So the podcast you said that you said that that, that um that it's important um to work on yourself uh, mentally and physically, right? Mm-hmm. Both very important. Um so the the whole point of this podcast is that especially as guys, there's no such thing. Right? Like it just it's just yeah. Like, yeah. like full shut the fuck up and get up, stop crying, like it is what <laughs> it is. Like like that that's ta- that's technically how it how it works. Right. But, I grew up with two brothers. Yeah. But I mean, re- re- in reality, that is the key secret to it. It's just, you have to go up and do it, but like, there's better ways of working towards actually being able to, to actually uh, like achieve that. And I'm like you said, um, um, you, some, a weird feeling that I've been feeling that these past, this, I would say this past couple, um, uh, week has been very, um, thought heavy like negative thoughts like for me personally like it's just been like so like horrible like like just just horrible like all day is just horrible thinking and in the mornings i um shit maybe like six six months ago or a year ago Mm -hmm. you're never gonna see me running never you would have never seen me running you would have and and this is what i said like i'm not the same person i was Two years ago before two years before the pandemic hit, you would have never caught a book in my hand. Never. Now
1: you got a book in your fucking I've, toilet. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't
0: finished it, but it, it's yeah. it, it's it. And, and I'm more than halfway done. Yeah. So that means I read it. So that's good. So.
1: Dude, same. I can relate on that. Because where, where we were brought up, right? And where I came from, mm-hmm. we didn't fucking read books. Yeah. We didn't have affirmations. We didn't have meditation. We didn't have any of that shit. Like there was riots in my high school. That's how people meditate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like,
0: I remember when I was in middle school, like I never understood this shit. Yeah. I never, I, this was the stupidest shit to me like this shit did not make sense. So when I was at when I was in middle school, there was like this mid, like the middle school that I was in mm-hmm. was like kinda of beefy with like another middle school, right? Oh yeah, like, same. Okay. So they so these fools decided to have a rumble, right? Mm-hmm. And that was I was there and I was sitting down. And I was then this and I still remember my thought process exactly and this was like fucking I don't know how many years ago. I was like in eighth, seventh, seventh, eighth grade. And I said, Hold on, motherfucker, hold up. You fools like this school so much, you're going to fight for it? I don't even want to be here. Why the fuck am I going to fight for this shit? Like, this shit makes no sense whatsoever. Right. And for these kids, it was just, it wasn't even about the school. It was just so many so many of these fools grew up with violence that they were like, let's fucking do it.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. Like, like, like
0: 100%. And to me, I didn't, I didn't grow up with, with, I didn't grow up in a, uh, honestly, in a violent. I grew up with an alcoholic father that fucking, there was a lot of like... um fear implemented at me as a kid mm-hmm. but it was never no physical fear or, or no no fighting no no nothing like that so when I, I was like hold up like why are you guys fighting for this place that doesn't even give a fuck about us like i didn't i didn't, I didn't really understand and then later on i kind of got it it's like you fools were just um you were just trying to fucking be fools. like people were like people were just trying to be like fucking crazy for again
1: creatures a habit yeah like that's all they knew. I no, grew fucking, up around that yeah, era, too. In middle school, everybody was like tag taggers yeah, yeah. and fucking the skaters against, you know, the blacks and the whites and the Mexicans with their, versus the Samoans.
0: Right. Well, I'm, I'm sure where you're from, it was a lot more diverse. Oh, where I'm for from sure. it, was all, it was all Mexicans, really.
1: No, was, we only had Mexican. about two white people in our high school. But, but sure everybody was else was blacks, Samoan right? and black yeah. and Mexican, for sure, yeah. in, in in our high school. But... Like a lot of the people that I grew up with, we weren't reading books. We were not out there like going to college and, you know, getting an education. And all of this has been self-taught with just life experiences. And like if you want to do better, that's good that six months ago you were somebody completely different. And it's also scientifically proven that if you run, it it produces, what is it, endorphins? So it makes you feel better. So I know like this morning, every morning is a struggle. I don't want to go for a run. I don't. Like I swear to God I don't. My mind is just like just sit in the car a little bit longer. But, but keeps scrolling. I, so what
0: I'm gonna tell you was but what I was gonna but, tell you was um sorry wrote you, but yeah. like like this like the fact that these couple of days were so hard, like I I should you not I'll I wake up in the morning and and to me, and I recommend this to anyone that if you wake up and you feel like like you just wanna get out, get out running. Like literally that's how I felt. Like when mm-hmm. I wake up and then, like, the moment I wake up, that, that like, that's the, like, the moment I wake up, I already feel the thoughts coming in. Like, not, and I wish I could, I wish I, 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 well, that's what kind of what we're working for is to be able to control them and right. whatnot. But, like, they just come in immediately, and, and they just overflood And then I was I was in here, and I was like, fuck, I was like, I don't even want to fucking, I was like, I don't want to go run. But I felt something in me that um kind of, like, I wanted to run away so bad that i i just went to go run mm-hmm. and i went to go run and i came back and i took a shower and then it is that's and it and then it went that's you, it. Yeah, yeah you got that's over it, it. Yeah. you're you ready you you so like i recommend to people because like some you know like especially a lot of people like especially when you're lazy that's when you have to do something
1: that's when you got to do it even yeah, more that's the that's, like mm-hmm. the that's the
0: hardest part and that's when people don't, like i
1: i tell myself in the car when i don't want to go running i'm like you know, you're going to feel better after the run. So just fucking do it. Was, you know, yeah, that was me today. I didn't want
0: to do it, but something in me was like, fool, you know, one, I was like, I know my thoughts are already coming in. And I know that if I don't come, if I don't go run, they're going to come in and they're going to keep coming in. And they're going to keep coming in harder. Right. So I was like, so I know it's going to keep getting worse. Or I could literally just stop it right here and then fucking, and, and it helps. And, and she would have told me fucking three years ago. Fucking, I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, uh, uh, like when the pandemic hit, I started working out and um, uh, my crazy, crazy story. I, I remember, um, I, I've never worked out. Like it was just like, yeah, it was like, I was like, for what? Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not even trying to impress nobody. I was like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, but it, it's kind of that, that, that we don't think that it does anything mentally, but it, it does more. It's mentally. everything. Yeah. 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 Working like
1: honestly, the-, the cherry on top is that you end up looking better yeah, by running, literally,
0: but yeah. that's the cherry on top. Yeah.
1: Cause all the internal work that it does for your mind, I can't
0: I can't tell you how many times I've been I've been running and then I'm like I'm about to give up and then and then I'm like nah don't keep it going your, your yeah feet can't stop until you get to that post or what cuz I run at the, I literally go run to the cemetery there's a cemetery down the street from my house so in the morning I literally just go run over there and then do a lap and then and and sometimes it's uphill and then I'll be like look if I want to do something like, and I'm doing this as I'm running, I'm like, if I want to fucking, if I don't want to give up in life, I have to not give up while I'm running. And I'll put, now push myself like to I run the that extra, that, like even I'll be like, step over that line and I'll step over, no, over the next line. Fuck <laughs> it over the next line. And even if it's just, if it's just the next step, but it helps so much more like mentally. So when like, what's
1: well, those baby steps to help you make bigger decisions yeah. in life. So to answer your question about like what defines success is you being able and success is different for yep. everybody right but for me it's the freedom of time and to be able to have to be self aware you know so when you're running you're 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 teaching yourself in baby steps like okay I'm teaching myself to just keep running keep going keep going keep going like don't stop don't stop so then in real life right for big life decisions and shit that's thrown your way you're gonna know how to react better, you know, because you you don't give up, and so I I you apply the same rules, right, that you do for running, yeah. but it starts with the baby steps, and most people can't even run, so how the fuck are you gonna tackle the day when you won't even take the time of day to make yourself better, you yeah. know? I it's mean, it's I, it's it's a struggle though, cause
0: I I feel like the important part is um you have to give yourself time in the morning to do it. Because if you work if at 8 too. or you work yeah. at 8.30 and you wake up at 7.30, there's no time to work out. There's nah. absolutely no time whatsoever to work out. And people are going to be like, well, how the fuck am I supposed If I work at 8, how, how, like, why do I work? You got to wake why, up
1: an hour earlier. Why,
0: why should or how should I do that? Mm-hmm. Or you got to go to sleep an hour earlier. I, um, I don't I, I don't sleep here, right? This is this is where I, I, I sleep over there. I rent both of them. So I sleep over there and I leave my phone here in the night. I don't take it over there. Oh, okay. And that's something that I started doing recently.
1: You know what I do? I put my shit on airplane mode and then I just like yeah. leave it right there by the room. But yeah. I have it on airplane so, mode. So so
0: the thing is, I know I, I I always tell my I always tell people and I like I told you we know what we have to do. Mm-hmm. I know that if I put it on airplane mode right there, I'm gonna turn airplane mode off and I'm gonna fucking keep using it. Yeah. So I literally leave it here and I go over there and, and the other and, and people tell me like, um, or, I, not people have asked me, but like, sometimes I ask myself, like, what if someone calls me in the night? And I'm like, you know what? Fucking who cares? Yeah, Last, <laughs> this is two, th- uh, three, three, four days ago, right? I left my phone here, I went to sleep, I woke up the next morning, and I came over here, and I tried to not touch it first thing in the morning. Yeah. But unfortunately, my what I work in is just so much that I have to check. Did someone fucking inquire about those? Maybe I got a DM from someone that wants to do a sick ass opportunity. Like, so
1: I'm glad you brought that up because i think we both deal with that you know most of my business comes from instagram yeah and every morning like and every day i have to be active but i cannot consume it yeah so i gotta post 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 i gotta respond to the messages gotta respond to the dms and then get the fuck out because otherwise i can't do everything else that i have to do in my day like i'll just be running scrolling and i find myself consuming it and i i cannot consume it like i i can only put shit out there yeah. and if i do consume it i gotta consume it strategically it has to be intentional with somebody that you know it's gonna be a business transaction or there's some good intention behind it it could be something good for the community too but yeah like you gotta get smarter about how you waste your time basically yeah
0: because um like it, like the thing is like um in in my space like there's a lot of people who, who would dm me and they'll be like yo i'm gonna keep it about," i don't respond to them like, I, I, honestly, yeah. sometimes I'm an asshole. I don't care. So, I like.
1: Well, it's like what you were saying earlier, you know, in sales, like, or just in talking to people in general. Like, people, if you don't get straight to the point and tell them what it is that you want, like, like when I DM'd you, right? I told you, hey, why don't we do this, this, yeah, yeah. and this. If I would have been like, yo, how are you? You would have been like, the fuck? Bye. I don't 100% But, but people, I already know, like, most people, if you just get straight to it, like. Just cut to the chase. Yeah, you know what I people, mean? And then people don't
0: um don't understand like like you like like because they see me right and they're like oh this fool's on social media he's right. a fucking influencer he has to be on his phone he has to be on Instagram he ha- like that's what it do but it's like you food don't like people gotta understand that I want to be someone fool like I'm not trying to fucking be on my phone all day all like, day not gonna exactly me whatsoever so yeah. I have to do other things i i fucking take forever to respond I, I told you like i take forever to especially dms I, I, I fucking, yeah yeah there's times where I, I, i'll i respond like and so sometimes what happens too is like I, i'll look at a dm and then i'll be like oh i'll respond but in my head and then i'll just be like All right, and then cool. you forget I about forget, it and then later i'm like i don't want to fucking. what notice. i do is
1: i flag them like any anything that's that's business related you know or you the, could prioritize them yeah by hitting the flag okay. so then i'll just hit the flag and then anybody that's answered any or asked any questions, and I'll get back to them. But, yeah, I mean, it's a struggle. And whatever works for everybody, like you putting your phone away, that's cool. For me, I just put it in airplane mode and I And for me, I value sleep. So, like, let's take it back even more. We're talking about before you wake up and go on your run. For me, I, I value sleep. So, every day I'm in bed by 930 so that I could be up at 530. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel good. I feel mm-hmm. energized. Because, you know, for many years, I would just drink and shit and go out at night or go to sleep late and didn't care about my sleep. And then you're like all out of whack. And that plays a big part, too, in your mental health. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Sleep deprivation is real. And sometimes you'll be on your phone, you know, till fucking two, three in the morning for what? Like, what are you looking for? These apps know what the fuck they're doing to keep you on the app. Like that's their main job. These fools are literally like behind the scenes trying to figure out how they can keep you on the app as long as possible. So because I know that I'm like, Steph, what the fuck are you doing? Like put your phone away, put that shit on airplane mode. It's going to be there tomorrow. Get your sleep and focus on yourself. And I really try not to touch it in the morning or at least go on my Instagram um, because I don't want my my mentality to be disturbed at least in the morning, you know, like I just want to, I do the same thing. I would get up and then I'll just go on my run and then get a coffee and then come back. And then I look at my DMs and Instagram, you know, and then from there is, I know it's just going to be crazy all day, but, but yeah, I mean, I've tried to get better at not consuming it because you can't, you can't do both. We got to engage and we got to communicate with people, but now you're just more selective of who and where and how. Yeah
0: yeah it's, it's because um time it's you know um being in the in the funeral industry like like it just changed like the whole hour w- yeah in a sense it changed my perspective but um the reason why i said it, it changed it was because in the beginning i didn't even understand like when i went to funerals like that shit like, i was just like like whatever you know but but and then as I started growing and I started observing the people, I don't see how the people would act. And then I could hear, I could hear, um, I could hear so I heard so many speeches, and and the speeches is always, oh, I'm sorry I didn't do this for you. I'm sorry I didn't do that for you. Or or I'm glad I did this. Or I'm glad. So I always heard like 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 you know, what do people regret when someone that they know dies, or what do people regret, or like what 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 are all, all of these things, and and it's really important. That you focus your time on what matters, on like what actually what's gonna like, what's gonna help uh help you grow. Like you said, is even just yeah. That's people. some
1: deep perspective there, cause I would have never put it in that way. But you're right. Like you get to see what what people's last words are, or their last words to those last people, right? To to these people, like their who
0: goodbyes, are, yeah, yeah,
1: their goodbyes, and it could be a lot of regret, and that's what I've heard. You know, like it's
0: almost always, regret. always regret. Yeah.
1: So yeah, for me, I always think to myself, like, you know, right now I'm at the youngest that I am and probably the best looking that I'll ever be. So that also helps me step out of my comfort zone to do shit. Cause I'm like, fuck, if I don't do it now, what am I going to do in 10 years, 20 years? I'm not going to be able to. Or sometimes when I see older people, I'm like, that's going to be me one day. So I want to make sure that whatever I feel like doing in this life, like just go for it. You know what I mean? Like don't be fearful. Cause at some point you're not even going to be physically capable of doing shit. That's true. So while you're out here, like twiddling your thumbs and shit, like, man, should I do this or not? That's when people ask me, you know, like you think I should do this? I'm like, yeah. Cause the thought of you asking is already a triggered thought. Like you're thinking of doing it. So just fucking do it. I
0: just did a podcast. Right. And, 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 uh, like yesterday in the, uh, was it? Yeah. Yesterday in the morning, um, and the guy was like, hey, bro, like, do you mind if I put on, like, I have this costume. I told that fool, bro, we're on your podcast. Do whatever the <laughs> fuck you want. I told that, I told that fool, I yeah. was like, stay bro, like, yeah. don't ever ask anyone, like, just fucking, nah. like, if, don't if, be if, apologetic. if that's you, like, I told the fool wrong with that shit. Like I kinda, kind kinda, of I got a little offended. I was like, why are you <laughs> asking me fool? like, this is your show. Like, yeah. He just has some sunglasses that has a mustache hanging. It. <laughs> and then that's it. And then, but he, he just had like a little bit more. of like, like, Oh, yeah. it's because some people complain about it. I said, fuck him. Fool. Who cares? Like, like one thing that I wanted to say about, um, Oh, well, I I kind of did say it, but like, um, in terms of like going and talking to people, because that's very important, especially if you want to start selling real estate or if you want to s- start a business you have to be able to just go out there and talk to people and i know for a lot of people it's hard to just be comfort, like be confident right like mm-hmm. it's it's totally totally normal to not be mm-hmm. confident but you can't stay like that you can you can't like that's no. not normal okay like
1: but what do you think holds people back from actually doing from, from, that from talking to people or stepping out of their comfort zone it's um it's uh hmm. i'll tell you it's always For me, what I hear, what other people think. Oh, yeah. Always. Well, And when you stop giving a fuck about what other people think, it's so freeing. Like, I have a lot of freedom in that. And it's not to say, like, I really don't give a fuck what you think. I don't mean it like that. But whatever your perception of me and this video in these five minutes, whatever conclusion you come about, like, oh, Stephanie's like this and like that, you really don't know me. You know what I mean? 100% percent, so me yeah. knowing that gives me the freedom that I really don't care what people think. And so it, it's it, it it's very I, I almost can't relate to people now because I'm like, fuck, like people really do struggle and think about what other people care about them or what, what other people are saying about them, that it cripples them from doing shit like it legit other people's thoughts bother you at so much so that you're not gonna do shit with your life
0: can i tell Can I tell you what um what, what i feel more it is what that is it like um that that it's not that people feel what other people are gonna think but it's a hundred percent it's that but it's like um for example if i fear like i, I don't want to do this because then this person is gonna think i'm weird what the reality is is you're kind of scared to see yourself as a weird person. So you feel when someone else puts that label on you, you kind of give it that accuracy. You know, you're like, if, if they call me that they're right. And that makes me weird. I feel like that's what they're scared of. They're scared of. Right. But you, but it's that you can't give a fuck. You can't, you can't really care. I feel like a, um, a big, uh, how to win friends and influence people. Are you ready? mm mm-hmm. I that shit life. is fire that shit yeah. fucking that shit that was shit was crazy fire. i should that shit was well amazing. then you're
1: ready for real estate because yeah
0: we all read that book yeah, that right shit, like, that shit was. yeah fucking, it was it's it's um simple things that just bring you confidence like calling people by like one of the ones that still was calling people by the first name right like just like just just being having that confidence of calling someone by their name like even sometimes when i feel like i don't, I don't need to call someone by their name i'm like I'm gonna person by their name, and I know it's just gonna throw them off so bad, and I'm gonna <laughs> have them a hug like this, yeah. like, like it, like it just works. And you, and you kind of, bro, if you f- if you cannot talk to a single person, please read how to win friends and influence people. Please, it's, it's a fucking amazing. Like, yes, that like book just,
1: is game changer. So you you kind of, you can't
0: be scared of what other people think, but the best way that I can put it is you have to convince yourself of who you are. So if you what I I've said this a million times and I've said it in the... But
1: how can people I think that's the hard part, right? Yeah, Is people really don't get to know themselves yeah. because sometimes we're distracted by relationships, life situations. But like if you really take the time to go on a self-discovery journey, you'll get to know yourself yeah. and then you'll get to know what you do like what you don't like. Like I listen to a shit ton of Abraham Hicks and she always talks about if you do more of what you, if you do more of what you don't want, you'll know what you do want. Technically, that's just saying like if you're open to experiences in life, like do more of what you think you want, and then you're gonna know what you do want yeah. and you don't want, and you're gonna get to know yourself on a personal level, and then you're gonna s- just know how to operate. You get to know yourself, and most people don't do that because then you know they just get caught up with life.
0: You know, I thought I never that. You know what? That should just hit me right now. What? I think I did that. There was, there was a, <laughs> 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 like, so, I've, I've always no, but... said this, I've always said this, how, um, before social, like, February of 20, of last year, when I made my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And before that, for, for several years, I didn't have an Instagram. And I was, wow. yeah, I didn't have social media. And I didn't realize that, that literally was Oh yeah, like,
1: you were telling me about this. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, so to me I just thought I was weird. I was just like I'm weird. Like I don't want to yeah. fucking do it that shit. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to get distracted. But during all this time I was I was reading more books. I was I was fucking I, I remember fucking when I, when I when the pandemic hit, like I was doing burpees. And I remember I couldn't when I first day, I couldn't do 10. And I still remember the day I did 100 straight and I was like, "What the fuck? How the Damn. fuck like that shit was like it was it was like that things like that make you like, okay, I can do whatever I want. You can do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but you kind of have to like, you, you you gotta
1: take those baby steps. Yeah. You have
0: to, to, I I mean, shit. I remember those times after 10, I was gassed. I couldn't do 10 in a row. I, you know, you break up the sets. I'm gonna do 20 sets of five and then I'm gonna do 10 sets of 10 and then five sets of 20. And then eventually like, like it it just happens. But
1: which translate to real estate too. Like (sighs) when I left my divorce, I didn't think that I'd be able to sell one home. And then I've already sold, like, over, you know. A shillow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So it
1: just started with one, though. Then your mind really fucks with you sometimes because you you accomplish something that you didn't think you'd be able to accomplish. So now your perception of reality is different. You're like, fuck, this shit is really possible, right? And so you kind of just think a new thought, right? And that's how you welcome new opportunities. And you're like, all right, well. If I was able to do this, what else can I do? And now you set up the bar. And then it never ends. Like, you know, now I want to get into development with the whole ADU stuff. And that's what I like about real estate is that there's so many different ways that it can take you to. But it's the more you want to learn, the more you feel like you want to do. Then you hit a certain goal and then it never stops. Then you set another goal and another goal and it's just never ending. So I understand that I'm never going to hit my goal. So I got to be in love with the process of who I'm going to become after every level. And right? You know, you like know, you're just hitting levels. It's yeah. a fucking game to this shit. It's just levels. That I like you're I like that
0: you said that you're not you're never gonna really reach your goal because um I feel like that's something very important when it comes to um people's habits. Yes. Especially when it comes uh like there's I understand that there's people that they're like they love fashion, right? But there's so many people who um who uh how can I say it? Like like they literally spend um money and i I understand 100 percent you have to spoil yourself Mm -hmm. but there's people who literally spend money on on a on a like um uh how can i put it like um like thinking that it's gonna solve something right or thinking that it's gonna that it's gonna fill the the it's like
1: gonna fill that void yeah of what they feel is needed or whatever yeah and,
0: and 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 the thing is what i tell people is like look if you, if you tell yourself, oh, um, you know, I feel a little bit bad, whatever. I'm just going to go buy this, this one shirt or this one pant, It's going to be the same thing. You're never going to fill that goal and you're going to go on to the next one and you're going to go on to the next one. And I saw a quote, it was either you like, it's the exact same thing, right? Like the, the exact same thing with bad or, or, or the good habits mm-hmm. it's. it's you're never really you're gonna get addicted to trying to achieve the the, the next one and the next one it's like if casino addicts drug, yeah or with drugs right? right you're gonna want the next drug the mm-hmm. next drug but if you focus on work you're gonna want the next work the next biggest job the next biggest right, job, right and, it, and it's it works the same way like it yeah with both things so it's whether just, it's
1: positive or negative the addiction habit is still you there you have to focus yeah. on, on what yeah like what, a lot of these heavy hitters and successful people in real estate a lot of it is also ego driven oh, yeah. too You know what I mean? I guess uh, to a point where it's like, fuck. Especially, you know, one of the things you had told me that you wanted me to touch on was, which I thought was a good point, is what is it being a woman in the industry? Right. We didn't even
0: get to that. That That's crazy.
1: Fuck, dude. It's it's a struggle too. That's another layer on top of what we do, right? Because that's kind of why I started doing these real estate meetups too. Everybody that you see up on stage is usually men. And it's usually like either white men or just people that have been in it for a long time. But it's usually men. And even in the development space, it's a lot of men. So I just started. I wanted to see a change. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll just start doing them on my own and I'll start inviting people. And even in trying to find speakers, it's hard to find women, you know, and I want to get more women onto my speaking uh, events. But it's difficult because it's very ego driven. So sometimes you just got to hear them out and kind of just deal with the ego i've I've learned to deal with personalities along the way so sometimes with men you just gotta like stroke their ego and have them feel like they're in a position of empowerment
0: so what you just said right now yeah is don't blame the system just learn how to play the game thank you that's exactly that's it and and people don't people so when we talk about what you just said when we said earlier right you have to be professional B- the most, one of the most viral videos that I see. I, I told did, you I could be professional. for yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <So> <laughs> the mo- that's one of the most viral videos that I did, right? And the and, and yeah, it was. I'm not gonna lie, it was funny, right? It was that fucking show, hilarious. Like yeah, the weirdest sometimes i look back at my
1: videos. but you know that video i could relate so much because when i'm doing my open house videos you, or yeah. my real estate videos i'm like hey guys you know this is stephanie your local realtor blah blah, blah. and then as soon as I'm, done, I'm like fuck let's go food it's yeah. fucking hot let's yeah. like literally you've got to put yourself into that that mode and that personality but that's all it is and i have to like, and, and what i like to tell
0: people is is you have to understand that 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 um there's a difference like that's not being fake
1: it's not if being you, fake. You have to learn. But, oh, my God, did I deal with that at first? I cared about what people would think, especially, like, my old friends from high school yeah, yeah. and homies, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. I'm like, damn, they're probably, everybody's probably looking pro- at yeah, me yeah, on yeah. Instagram right now, like, this bitch. ¿Qué se cree, picha licenciada? Yeah. You know, like, picha taquacha you know, <laughs> you, grew, <laughs> you grew up with us. <laughs> like All of a sudden, you talk like a white girl, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I don't care anymore, but was it important for me at some point? Hell yeah, because I was like, fuck, what are they going to say? Like, oh, now she's all professional, and I know they still talk shit nowadays, but but you do it for so long that people respect you after a while. So at first, yes, people are judging you, blah, 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 but then you put in the work, and you put in the time, and then people respect what you do. Now I have high school friends that I've sold houses to. I have cousins that are like, damn, prima, I see you. Like, you're doing well wow, you you know how to speak in front of people. Like, they're not judging me. And the ones that are, I don't well, care. Yeah, like, it is what it is. But at first, I was very self-conscious because I didn't used to talk like this. I would talk like how we all talk in the yeah. hood, you know what I mean? And I had to outgrow that, too. But it's not being fake. And for a long time, I would struggle with my own thoughts. Like, am I being fake? Like, is this some fake shit? Nah, this is just playing the game. Like, yeah. literally, everybody does it, so... Why is it any different for us? Why? Because our society, like, somos bien buenos para criticar right away, right? You know, I wanna, I wanna get into that
0: because I, into I, was that at, a, I was at, I was at a funeral. Yeah. I was at a funeral, and and this is what I love about funerals the most is, is you know, I'm not, I don't go to church, mm-hmm. but I grew up, I grew up uh, with, uh, with the very uh, religious Same. mom, and um, and I mean, this is boring. I don't wanna go to church, but like, it's just like, yeah, when I go to the cemetery and I listen the the priest. I don't give a fuck what you think about religion, what you think about priests. They're almost always spitting nothing but facts. Always. Especially <laughs> at a funeral. There's yeah. no time to lie at a funeral. Yeah. Like these kids are always saying the fucking truth and shit. And so some fool. And so the guy was saying I was like, We really like so many people, like just be judging, like, like for no reason. And, for and no it's like reason. and it's like, fool, you got you have to understand. And this goes, okay, this is what I wanted to say. It's to other people that, that like try to cancel people on the internet fool you're mad because no one ever accepted you first of all Why are you trying to fucking ruin other people's lives exactly. like what the fuck like like that shit make like and then two you can't even cancel someone because this shit social media and there's real life in real life Fool, mm-hmm. fuck the fuck get out of your fucking ass and get in real life so it's like people on the internet they're always so quick to like judge and then and we're gonna what am I doing right now? I'm judging those people that are judging. I completely, I 100% I'm aware of this. I don't give a fuck. Yes. But I'm telling you the truth. So look. So, so it's But like, it's facts so, though. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's like you can't like. Like. Like you can't judge other people. Unless you're fucking ready to get fucking like just destroyed. Unless you're ready to sit on a fucking stage and have everyone throw every single rock at you. You, can, you, can, you can't you you can open up about anyone else's life.
1: Yeah, you're seriously. not ready for that because you ain't ready no, for that. Thank because, you because
0: what because the way that I see it is like mother, like 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 don't like I make shit like I judge myself all the time, and and maybe even I shouldn't do that. You know, right. maybe, like maybe I should like you know fucking be nice on myself or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But it's always like like when I see someone judging someone or whenever I feel like judging someone, if hey, I'm gonna get judged and. That's it. That's enough for me to be like, never mind. <laughs> yeah,
1: because you know that if your mind is doing that, what makes you think everybody else is enjoying? And and the
0: thing is, people, people, um, they don't, they don't feel like like, so like someone is ever gonna judge them, or they feel like they got judged so much where it's normal, mm-hmm. and it's like, nah, you have to, like, you have to stop that because you're, you're never gonna be happy if you're judging everyone else, right? Like you can't, like you, like you're never gonna focus on you. You're never gonna do whatever the fuck you have to do. You're never gonna fucking nothing. Like you, like. If, if you like like
1: spe- at the end of the day like we're all a human race here so we're all trying to better ourselves like one percent a day and honestly in my circle's gotten so small like if if you're not in my ear giving me positive motivation on like yes you can do this you can do that i don't want you in my life yeah. but it's taking years of practice too to cut people off and i'm quick quick to cut people mm-hmm. off especially if they're negative i just don't want to be around it because at the end of the day we all have choices right so we can either kick it with the people that are going to empower you or you can go hang out with the same bums you know that you've been kicking it with that are going to be like nah you shouldn't yeah. do that like me you know? like,
0: like me um I, I would say like if like the way that the, the the best way that i'll be able to like cut someone off is is if 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 you come with me like hey you know like so you want to talk about fucking someone else or like i hate when people come up to me and they're like hey how's so-and-so or where's so-and-so and i'm like fool i'm me i worry about me i don't give a fuck about it yeah else. Like, yeah it frustrates me so much i remember the uh yesterday the the guy asked me about a pet peeve and then i didn't say this but like that really frustrates me a lot when people want to um ask me about other people other people's because business because yeah because i give two flying fucks and I don't want to share it, especially now with you because that's not your business either. And if it was, then you would be talking to that person. So why the fuck? Are you asking me? Yeah, It's all that
1: baby talk, right? Like I don't really handle small talk well either anymore. I
0: don't like like talking to I mean, I'm nice as fuck. Like I told you, I'm nice as fuck. When people come to me, I'm nice as fuck. I have a whole conversation. I have people that literally, I'm not, okay, I'm going to say this right now. I have people that DM me. Oh, uh, it was nice meeting you. You're such a nice person, blah, blah. And I see it and i'm like all right cool but like i don't even respond to it it's like i feel sometimes i feel like an asshole but it's like <laughs> honestly i don't give a fuck i'm gonna tell people something like people like if you get offended because i ignored you i guarantee you in order for me to get to where i was at right now i got ignored more times than you can count exactly oh, 100%. yeah so what i tell people so so when i sometimes when people get mad or, or when people i remember some one time some fool that i know um that that fool that fool asked me he's like hey bro He's like, damn, you're like, uh, uh, he, he, I hadn't seen him in a long time. And then he saw me, he's like, damn, bro, like, you're kicking ass. You know, you're doing good. Like, but mm-hmm. like, you know, like for me, like, I, I, I don't know, like I'm kind of stuck. Like, I, I can't get people to listen to me. And I told him, fool, you don't got no, you don't need nobody to listen to you. Absolutely no. Fuck with like, fool, you got to go out there and do it. Like, it's like, and mm-hmm. and and then he's like, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, um, I got busy and I didn't respond to him. But there's your lesson, fool. So you don't need people to like. You don't like. You don't. Cause, cause, the, a big reason why I also on my social media was because I remember like back in the day trying to socialize with people. I wasn't a, pre- a type of person that people. Would that would be one. Yeah. yeah I, I I would fucking I would work a lot, fucking you know, and then I I I, I was my school was small, my high school, so everyone kind of knew me. Especially I was the only ginger in school, so everyone. knew Everybody what the fuck knew I was. It was the white guy. But, yeah, but it was <laughs> That's <not> exactly white. <laughs> exactly, but it wasn't. It was never like uh like like. And me, myself, I haven't really been that good. I'm not really that good with friendships either because I'm not a fan of small. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to yeah. hit you up. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep it up, but I'm not going to hit you up and be like, Hey, what are you doing? If I'm doing something, I'll be like, Hey, if I'm going to do something, you want to pull up, pull up. That's what I consider the, like the hangout, the the, 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 I have, I have, um, I don't have friends. I tell people I don't have friends. I have homies. I have a couple of homies that, that I hang out with. Those are just the foods that I know and that I hang out with if I have free time, if I don't have anything to do, right. and I need to like fucking, you know, just fucking go, fucking hang out. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go play basketball, fucking whatever the fuck the case may be, whatever it is that we're going to do. Um, just, just a handful of people. And I've met, I've met so many people on the social media stuff. And so many of them are cool. I, 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 I like a lot of people that I have met and, and I'm the type of person that I never hit any of them up. Um, like I never, I tell people mm-hmm. like, bro, I don't reach out to people. Like, I'm sorry. Like, but, I promise you, I promise you all of this had to do with, with, be like, uh, sometimes I, I, I have conversations with myself, right? And then, and then like, I'll, like, and it's the same thing. Like, what, what are people going to think? I'll be like, damn, what are people going to think? Cause I didn't respond so. And I, t- and then I tell myself, fool, remember, I literally just have to remind yourself, remember how many times you got oh, ignored. Files. Yeah. Remember how many times, <laughs> remember, remember, remember how many times you got ignored and all of that made me leave social media because i was like what am i here for I was like, i'm not even right. socializing with people most of the people i want to fucking uh talk to they don't they don't respond to me and then later on i understood mm-hmm. these people were just busy with them i exactly. didn't have nothing to bring to the table right so i don't if i so i don't hit up people like hey can i can i get a favor never hey my boy i got this for mm-hmm. you can you do this for me if i do this now we're talking business. Let's exactly. Pot, like, exactly. Let's do it. Yeah. But, but other than that, it's like I don't really like I don't like to read. Same
1: it. there has to be some sort of business exchange or value exchange. It doesn't always have to be business related, but like how I, can I, yeah. I help you? Yeah. How can you help me? And how can we help each other and our business growth, venture, whatever. But what I mean? just to hang out like hey what are you doing let's go kick it like unless it's that's so why I, I consider the, my meetups my real estate meetups my parties or cool. basically yeah. right my flyer parties yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm about to start charging at the door know, what, is, what is it well bring your own hey, I, need, I need the the nas the the nas tank remember?
0: <laughs> <laughs> remember? Not, the, not everyone started real estate fucking fucking inhaling balloons and shit yeah.
1: Everybody's gonna be in there with the Nas tank, you yeah, know, sorry, the Nas tank for a dollar, and then no, two, do for that, five, two for five, oh, shit, two for Oh shit, is that what it is yeah, now? Two for five. Damn. Damn. The fucking inflation. <laughs> <laughs> they used to be a dollar when oh, I was yeah, at, in yeah, high definitely school. Definitely not a dollar now. Yeah. I mean,
0: I'm. I'm, I'm Damn. Never tried it anyway. Me neither. I never but. even
1: tried it, but I remember like yeah. going to flyer parties back when they were a thing.
0: Yeah, it's fucking.
1: So yeah, that's my way of hanging out now, and anything real estate related, like. I still go out and hang out, but it's all real estate related. If it's a real estate event, then we're hanging out there and cuz it's just a full-time sport, you know, in order like, you know, to play the game and not blame the system, you got to just be in it to yeah. win it. Yeah. And the only way that I can better myself is kicking it with people who are doing better than me. So I hang out with people that are doing way better than me on the financial scale and just better in life cuz mm-hmm. it motivates me. Yeah. Before I, I used to be more of like a hater, like, oh, how come they have all that? Or how how do they do all that? And now I'm just inspired. So it's it's a shift in your mindset, you know, because where we come from, too, we're just always taught to hate. And I think what's helped me in sales is I have been roasted since my younger years. Like, you know, as a Latina in our culture, like my cousins and uncles, they're ruthless. And my mom and my dad, like I used to be roasted all the time. So, I'm, I'm used to rejection and being told shit, and I, I'm okay with it. Like, I know how to brush it off, mm-hmm. you know? So, I think it's also having thick skin in, yeah. in the game, for sure. Oh, yeah. Because... um You can't be a baby about this shit. Yeah. And take anything personal, right? Like, you just cannot take things personal. I feel like that's, that's, an, the, uh, that's an important one.
0: Um, uh, not, <laughs> um, like, you have to, you have to learn how to, like, like... Like you have to have like a, the way that I could put it is like a, uh, uh, you have to be able to close one year. So that, that, what that means is that like, you have to be able to listen to people and when it's nothing good, you have to let it come out through the other year. And, right. when, and when, and when you, when you know that it's something of value, you have to stop it so that it stays. Like you have to like you have to be able to,
1: to Yeah, like you got to know how to filter out thoughts. Yeah. <clears throat> Not only your own personal thoughts, but ideas that are being thrown at you or or just other people's beliefs on how you should be living your mm-hmm. life like you know, I even with negative thoughts or other people's thoughts and comments like look at it this way You get the thought that comes in right like you would yeah. on a drive or a computer And then you get the notification, yeah. get the notification uh-huh. which would be the thought yeah. and then what do you do? You distribute it So you download the file and then you distribute it and you put it in its folder No different when you have negative thoughts. I'm like, all right This motherfucker goes here into the negative trash folder and now let me welcome new thoughts and let me being grateful Always grounds me. So when I'm thinking negative thoughts, I'm like, all right, let me take it back to basics. I'm breathing. I'm good. I'm healthy as fuck. My, my kid's healthy. I, I Like, all that then brings me back to a gratitude state of mind. And now I have a different framework. Now I'm, like, not focused on the negative shit, you know? Yeah, I
0: think that's... I think, you know, that's something that I really struggle with. Because, like... like um, Yeah, like... like, like we all do, though. Because yeah, like, it's, a,
1: it's a work in progress. Cause, yeah, because
0: realistically, like... Almost any negative thought could easily be like overtaken by something positive, like, oh, uh, like, uh, like, 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 uh oh, fuck, like, I don't even fucking have bread. Oh, but I have cheese. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, I got cheese. I could eat some cheese. I could put a cheese on the tortilla. You make shit work, you know, but like, but if, but if you really focus on the, fuck, I don't have bread, I don't have bread, I don't have bread, I don't have bread. You're going to starve. You're literally going to starve when the the fridge could be full. But if you focus on the fact that you don't have bread, you're going to starve.
1: And translating that into money, let's say bread is money, right? If you're always in a constant thought of I don't have enough money, I don't have enough money, I don't have money, I don't have money. You're going to keep attracting that same thought, that same vibration, and your ass is going to be broke forever. Whereas instead of saying I don't have money, I'm broke. What can I do about it? What can, what habits or changes can I make to actually put some money in my pocket and get the fuck out of the situation that I'm in right now versus you saying, I don't have any, I don't have any. Cause then you're never going to have any. Yeah. Right. It's like,
0: it's like, um, the today when, um, when I came back from the, oh, no, actually when I went to the room yesterday, I got a notification on my email that like, I have an audible count that I didn't even know I had. And it said like, I had like 13 outstanding credits and shit. And I was like, all oh, those are free books. Oh shit. Like, what the 13 fuck? books. Yeah, oh, so yeah. I like, so I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even know I had all this shit. So like, you know, I'm a download, I downloaded a couple last night. And then when I went to go and I was listening to one and it's, um, uh, on Fuck yourself. I think that's what it's called. Oh, that, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to it and it was, and it was, and it was pretty good because, um, so what, what he said was, um, um, the, the brain is, is the brain is like literally meant to be unconquerable. So like, so your brain, so, so what he was saying is like, like dead ass, like if you fucking, like, if you, if your if your brain says. Hey, I'm this, your body's gonna do that because your brain can never be wrong. Right. Like your you're you're always gonna try the and that's why it's the exact same thing that you're saying. When you keep saying all of these things, like that's exactly what's gonna keep happening. And that's what I told you. Sometimes your biggest fears happen. My, yeah, you're you attracting that, right? My biggest fear of my whole life, my entire my entire whole fucking life, my biggest fear was losing my mom. She passed away. It's been over a year. I'm still wow. here. And it's, like, that was, like, that was, and then, fuck, like, when it happened, I was, like, fuck, I knew I shouldn't have been scared of that. Because I told myself, you know, like, maybe if I was yeah, scared, yeah. I could have prolonged it. You know, you can't, you can't prolong shit. Like, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. But, like, I was, like, fuck, like, that's really real. Like, that that, that really hit me. Like, mm-hmm. the shit that you fear is really what you're gonna attract. Like, and. And,
1: and how was that, like, for you? What? I mean, obviously, like. It's painful to lose a parent, Uh but then you being so fearful about it and then it happened. Like, how did you overcome that? Because obviously you're still here. You're still standing.
0: So, well, the thing, well, the the thing is, I kind of understood that. I kind of understood that before. I kind of understood that, that sometimes you attract what you fear and not just that. My mom had cancer for uh, over like a year and some change. Mm. So it was like me being in the funeral industry and, and just having negative thoughts. The hardest part i'm gonna keep it a buck the hardest part was when i found out that my mom had cancer because that's when that's when the thoughts of her dying were more painful than when she actually died mm. because she was still alive and i was thinking about fuck her I death haven't, yeah. i haven't done all this shit that i wanted to do for her and and you know you're a cancer i was like fuck mom, i'm not gonna wake up tomorrow like what the fuck like you know like you like it's just like crazy right. shit you know but she she was a mom was a warrior she fucking fought cancer she it went away for um for a little bit and then it came back and then whatever the fuck the case may be fuck cancer. yeah fuck, yeah fuck, but it was like um one the it, it kind of um the the fact that she was sick for a long time kind of prepared me for it but um it was it was um i was very understanding of what it is that i had to do so that i wouldn't regret it later on Mm. So I did that. Mm. I, I mean, I, just the other day, I was I was literally fucking doing something, and I was thinking like that. I remember every night, my mom would ask me to make her her own meal, and I would, without hesitation, all right, because I knew that one day she wasn't going and and, to, and these are like what I tell you, like when I see things at the funeral and I hear the, oh, regret, you know, like, always, oh, I should have done this, mm-hmm. always I should have done mm-hmm. that. I knew it. So But right, so, right. So people, what people have to understand is that food, we're all going to die. And like, so I you know, got to start
1: doing it now. Yeah,
0: and I know, and I know that, that we all want money, you know, we all want fucking, we all want to progress in life, but food, sometimes you got to stop neglecting the people that are there fucking. I was, um, I saw a podcast, some food, that was talking about fucking his mom and his grandma lived two blocks from his house and he would go like eight months without even visiting them because he was so busy working, trying to make money, trying to live life and and then and who said like fuck like later on like i pay for it like i realized that like, you know and and that's that's the reality mm-hmm. of it so when you when you know something or uh, when you you always have to do like like i feel like that kind well, of Well i
1: think that goes because that that goes hand in hand with being able to like first oh shit first the future right like yeah We operate on a day-to-day basis, and we don't even think about it. Like, if you think about it, a lot of us are just, like, fucking robots out here just doing shit on the day-to-day, and we don't understand why we're doing what we're doing or why we move the way we move. And we never stop to think, like, okay, what is my life really going to look like in the next 10 years, 15 years? And really, like, put it in perspective. We think we're going to fucking be around forever. That's the reality of it. We never play the, the card of death because a lot of people fear it, right? but it's ironic because if you fear death that then you're never going to be able to live does that make sense yeah. so then like you kind of deprive yourself from living because you're so fearful of death and you don't want to touch the matter but if you actually did face the reality like I think about that shit a lot and especially with my mom too like luckily I still have both of my parents alive but I think about it now that I'm 32 my mom's older and my dad's getting older I think about, like, okay, I got at least another good 10, 15, 20 years with them. Like, I really got to take care of them, take care of myself, and be there. Like, yeah. try to be more present because you're right. Like, your shit, you can get caught up in, in wanting to be successful and wanting to do this and that. But at the end of the day, like, you're not going to hit your goals anyway because you're always going to be ambitious to want to do more. So never forget about the 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 shit that feeds your soul, which is family, you know? Yeah. And for me, it's my son, yeah, and then my parents now. But yeah. before I had my kid, it was like my mom and my dad for yeah. sure. Now I want to make sure he knows too. Like everything that I'm learning, I want to make sure he builds confidence and he's he's very grounded and he's good with himself, you know. But then also like is very family oriented because that shit is rare nowadays. Yeah. Everybody's moving so quickly. They don't realize like one of my friends, Amy, she's um, she's a realtor, too. And her mom passed away during covid and that shit hit home because we live like, you know, we grew up in the same neighborhood. And when Amy's mom died, it was during covid and she was in Vegas. So she had she left to Vegas for the weekend and left on a Friday. And then by Monday, her mom was gone. So when that should happen, um, it gave me perspective. I was like, fuck, that could have been my mom. Then I told my mom and I started crying with her. And I was like, Amy's mom died. And she's like, ya ves, cabrona? Like, and I was like, okay, I know. But, you know, I'm just putting it in, it put it in perspective for me. And I'll and for my mom, too. Because now, ever since then, we've had a much better relationship, you know. Because my mom's, like, tough love, too. Yeah. So, when I told her that, she's like, ya ves, por eso... I keep not You know, like yeah. she still wouldn't apologize or be like, "Oh, she, she do... it on you on <laughs> like, this is how you have to behave. Yeah. yeah, and at this point, I just gotta laugh it off. Yeah. Like I'm not the teenager that's gonna go at it toe to toe with my mom anymore. Like I love her. She's who she is, and I only got one mother, mm-hmm. and she ain't gonna be around forever. So mm-hmm. that was a big eye opener, and that happened. It, it's gonna be a year that Amy's mom passed away. So I even took her flowers for Mother's Day, like. I don't know, some weird shit, too. Like, I've never been into ghosts and spirituality, like ghosts come in and talk to me. But when her mom died, I swear to God, I was in the shower. And I I felt like Amy's mom told me, tell Amy that she's going to be okay, that God's going to give her the strength that she needs. And I hit up Amy. I was like, yo, I just had this weird-ass feeling. And don't think I'm fucking high or tripping, you know? But I legit felt your mom's presence telling me, to give you the fucking strength that you need right now. Because I know your ass is hurting. Like, your mom was everything. And she's re- really close to her mom. You know, was really close to her mom. So, yeah, ever since then, like, me and Amy became closer. But that experience, living it so close, changed my my attitude with my mom. Mm-hmm. And my dad, too. You know, with both. Now I'm more grounded. And I'm like, okay, every time I spend with them, I got to cherish it. You know, because... They're here one day and then the next are not. And not just our parents, us too. You know what I mean? So you got to do shit for yourself too. Yeah. And like really just not care about what other people think because you just got one life and I feel it's like, short.
0: I feel like, you know, sometimes the, the the hard part with parents is is having to be the bigger person. Yeah, even yeah. Though, even though they're older and you want them to be the bigger person. But like they're them.
1: older, but I feel like we're all kids at heart. Oh, yeah. All of us, you know, we're all kids at heart and we're all little kids is trying to struggle or fight through our traumas, you know? So like my mom, my dad, yeah, they're hardcore Mexicans and fucking like, you know, bien regañones and whatever, but they were raised probably 10 times worse. Like once you
0: understand, once you understand, understand, then you can forgive. That, that, um, was it think like a monk?
1: Yes. Yes. About understanding, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, Understanding.
0: mm -hmm. So important. Fuck Dude, yeah. That fucking book. I, I honestly, I'll take that one over how to win friends and influence people. No, boy, it's No, 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 no. It no, no, <laughs> no. Look, that book. I, I didn't even read it. I I, I heard the auto book, okay. but just that for the author too. That was like, like you know, just so calm speaking and 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 everything. But but that book was a real game changer in terms of um uh, that one that understanding and two just focusing on yourself bringing peace to yourself being there for yourself doing what you want Mm -hmm. having a purpose you know the the whole um the whole the the the, i don't i think it's the dharma thing that's what it's called right yes yes Mm -hmm. like all that stuff like that that book is fucking amazing but that one important thing understanding that to me especially when i do with everything especially when i go out and i go out and i and sometimes that uh because the thing is i'll go um I'll go to two, three funerals during the day, and then at night I have to go to an event. An event where it's part—it's a completely completely different different environment. environment, It's so crazy. Sometimes my days are so like fuck, dude. Like what the fuck? Like like it's like. And I don't know how you do it
1: because one of my uncles passed away last week, and I hadn't been to. Yeah, no worries. I thanks for that. And it was my uncle when my mom moved from Mexico and she was pregnant with me. She moved into his house, mm-hmm. my tío's house. So it was like her second dad, basically. It's my grandpa's brother. Well, he passed away, and I. That's the only reason why I went to the funeral because I don't even go to family parties anymore. I don't. I don't. I don't do any of that shit. I haven't seen my family in years from from my my mom's side. So I go to the funeral and everybody's fucking crying and just the energy in a funeral like. How do you deal with all of that energy, right? And it's hard. Like, like you said, you're going from a funeral setting to then now a fucking full-on party, and you gotta play a role, right? Yeah. Again, you gotta play the game and don't blame the system. Yeah, that's
0: exactly <laughs> that's how right. So my fucking camera got full of memory, so that's how you know we, this episode was fun and oh did, fuck yeah, hell but, yeah. So right now you guys are just gonna be watching Steph from her camera, but you guys can still you guys can still hear me. So, all right, guys. So we're gonna go ahead um, and wrap this up. So I want to give a special shout out to Steph for coming and sharing all her information. So um, thank hopefully, you for having hopefully me. Hopefully we can come you um, come on again and then we'll do more uh, like. um Oh, we're definitely having a part right. two. Yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, more like uh, you got you to gotta teach these people real estate. You know. Yeah, for Would sure. You, the, yeah, this was definitely fun though. This well, was, this we were good,
1: talking so. about, you know, I do have a course that I'm working on. So maybe in the yeah. next one, we'll roll out with that and yeah. kind of just give them a sneak peek of it. And then, you know,
0: yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work uh, on I'll that. I'll help you work on that for, for sure. sure. We're going to work on that okay. together. So fucking make sure you guys stay tuned for that. If you guys do want to go ahead and fucking learn about real estate and all that stuff, so make sure you guys follow Steve Salves Home. So uh, we're going to go ahead and leave it right there on the thingy. So you folks can go ahead and see it. If you're watching this on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you like comment and subscribe and follow on the instagram is a dbt system where i go ahead and sometimes randomly i share clips of me trying to be inspirational usually <laughs> the ch- clips where i try to be inspirational is usually when i'm not really in the best mood and i'm like what should i do i'm like you know i'm gonna try to be inspirational so i can inspire myself and that's what happens so thank you guys for tuning in to the episode six of the don't blame the system podcast shout out to steph house uh sales home so this was an amazing episode thank yes, you so much was. appreciate it so catch you guys next time later